0: You're listening to Becoming CEO, where we share our journeys as solo founders to becoming the CEO of seven-figure businesses.
1: And these are our behind-the-scenes conversations as we figure it out, and these are things that most people just aren't sharing. So thank God it's September, because August
0: was horrible. And I have no idea when this is getting published, so this might be old news by the time <laughs> you hear it. Yes. How was your August? Mine was terrible.
1: Um, our August in some ways was better than July, um, but still missed the mark on uh, most of our KPIs. Um, And so thus it was felt. Was revenue in August higher or lower than July? Uh, Revenue was higher in August than July, um, but also we had a, a bunch of expenses hit that are like annual expenses that hit in August that made the profit negative. <laughs> so <laughs> not or did you see an overall dip in, over the summer or did you not feel a dip in terms of revenue? No, we felt a dip over the summer. Our summer has been relatively slow, at least compared to like the last two summers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Why do you think that is? Um, I mean,
1: I think there's a few things. One, I think uh, personally that something that we can control, I I think a little bit of our messaging has fatigued a bit. Um, I'm not sure, I don't have tons of data to support that that's true or not. Um, But uh, I would, I feel like that we're not attracting the same type of people like we used to, which to me, feels like either it's a messaging thing or um you know the there's more unqualified people <laughs> now uh, as to our standard in the ecosystem which i think ties to the other thing that um we not we can't necessarily control which is i think from covid and all that like i don't know i think a lot of people from at least what i've seen are actually in like tried to enjoy being able to get outside like it was way more normal this summer than it was, you know, quote unquote normal than last summer. Um, and I saw people finally taking vacations and like, you know, we had a lot of conversation with prospects that are like, I'm super interested, but like I'm taking the next two months off because I've been grinding for the last, you know, two years, um, sort of conversations. So, uh, I don't know, like, I feel like there's something to that, but I mean, I can't really control that. Um, and also, where I was going with that is the one other piece to that is I do think there are a lot of, with the last couple of years, I, I do think we're just seeing a lot of people become interested in starting their own business. Um, you know, in the United States, at least, there's like half a million new businesses started like every month, <laughs> um, and that's gone up. So uh, I do think my message specifically, it attracts people that are probably new to the game, but like we don't necessarily serve people that are pre-revenue or have no experience. So um, we've gotten a lot of those people like that are really anxious to get started and they love our content, but are we're just not able to serve just yet. So I don't know if that's like market factors. What do you feel like it is?
0: I think it's post COVID uh, recovery. So I was in my head, we had a decent July, we had a really terrible August, and particularly the first half of August was, was pretty bad. And I was in my head about it, and I actually was talking to a friend who's not even in business or remotely even connected to the business, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, this August is really funny. Last August, we did really well, We'd, revenue was high last August, so I'm not really sure what's going on. And they were like, last August, nobody traveled and nobody was on vacation and everybody was pretty much on lockdown. And tourism was shut down. And I was like, well, that just makes a pile of sense right there, yeah, like that's yeah. true. And I even- mean, You were traveling like a madman. Yeah, I mean, even me this summer, right? Like it, once, once we could, we took every opportunity to travel. Um, and so I think that's, that's an unmistakable factor. And I, and I think it's, there's an interesting conversation to be had here around focus on what you can control. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm hmm. And I and I, I mean, we experience a lot of the same symptoms that you're referring to around the quality of the leads. Um, is the message fatiguing? Like we, I have a lot of the same questions, but maybe it was just the summer.
1: <laughs> I, I I yeah, I'm with you on that. Like it, that's very much a possibility. And so I think, you know, as we hopped on to start recording, we we're like, well, this is about, you know, how do you. And navigate the dips, right? Um, and I think this is interesting because I think if you lean into how I started, I could see myself in some way possibly overcorrecting and creating a problem that wasn't actually a real problem when, really, like you said, it was just summer. <laughs> so, um, with that possibility, How, I guess, how are you thinking about taking that and going into the, you know, final stretch of the year?
0: Yeah. So I think managing the dips, if that's what we're going to call this episode, maybe something to that effect. I think a lot of it has to do with expectations. I think it's less about managing the dip and it's more about expecting dips. Like, if we're being honest, expecting a dip in July and August in a post-COVID world where everybody's excited to travel again and unplug and go on vacation was probably a very realistic expectation. 100%. And to be to be frank, I thought about it back in June, but my thinking was, oh, I hope we don't see a dip it was a fear based it was a fear based expectation like oh, i really hope this doesn't happen maybe if i don't think about it it won't happen right and as a result i think in some ways we were not prepared for it and um more than anything else the the lack of expectation um created more of a surprise than it probably should have had yeah. we expected it had we planned for it um we wouldn't have been as blindsided by it, so to speak. And obviously it's a completely reasonable thing that happened in retrospect.
1: Yeah. And I think what what's at least what's on my mind is looking back on the last couple of years of our business, I wouldn't say that summers were slow. I wouldn't say that they were our best months either, but like they were, they were kind of just normal for like when I look at like our revenue and all those things, like where I know that there, there's plenty of businesses and we have clients that serve verticals where yeah, like every summer all of the time it's a lull because of planning or whatever. And so I do think we all have seasonality that should be accounted for. But I think what's interesting now that I'm asking myself is like, if truly what you're saying is true and this summer for us in our industry, uh, industries was not as great because of something like this post COVID experience. The fact that everybody just maybe got it out of their system, quote, unquote, do you think that changes how Q4 is going to be? If say your Q4 was typically slower, um, I feel like our business, when I look back on the numbers, like Q4 is usually a good month, a good quarter for us because people are, you know, they either want to finish the year strong or they want to go into the new year with momentum. And like we can serve both of those angles inside of, you know, our services. Um, But like I do feel like you're obviously competing with a lot of other people that are also selling and competing for attention with holidays and all that stuff. So like, do you feel like we'll see more of a spike in Q4 or not because of what just happened this summer?
0: I think a lot of it depends on, on um, how sophisticated your target market is and how mature or experienced they are in business. So I think for folks who are selling something either B2C Or selling to very novice business owners like the, the, you know, biz op opportunity space or just getting started, you know, if you're just getting started in business and you don't have much going on, you probably weren't on vacation. You're probably hustling and grinding and you probably bought things. Yeah. You know that, and that's, that's, I think why we probably both attracted a lot of less qualified people over the summer because that's who was around, (laughs) (laughs) right? The more mature business owners, I mean, we both sell B2B who have an ongoing interest and have clients and are doing work, you know, they were taking vacation, they were taking time off until we found less of them. They're now back to work. And in my experience, the run from Labor Day through to like mid-December, right before the holidays is a pretty strong run. I think it's historically been our strongest part of the year, not less Mm so Q4, but more so mid-September to mid-December you know, roughly Q4. Um, And yeah, and I I absolutely expect that to be the case this year. Is is it going to be more exaggerated because of the summer lull and more people are back, you know, back to work now and and interested in doing things? Not sure, but I'm certainly expecting a strong end of the year and planning for it.
1: Okay. So, um, planning for what does planning for a strong end look like to you? And then what does planning slash managing a dip then look like for you?
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because I, this week we're like at this stage in the podcast, we're like six months ahead (laughs) and we're probably going to start publishing more now to catch up. So hopefully you don't hear this in 2023. Hopefully it's like (laughs) some time, you know, not too far removed from the summer. So this is somewhat relevant, but um, it's funny because this past week we're recording this first week of September. This past week we published an episode from, I think it was, we probably recorded in April. Mm. And um, it was let it burn part two that just came out. And we were talking about, and I, I listened to it and we were yeah. talking about the importance of not being hasty and making decisions mm-hmm. and, um, and letting things play out and being a little bit patient and observing the consequences of doing things before jumping in and intervening. And that's really my planning at this stage is I think to, to the point that you made earlier, uh, we I could very easily freak the hell out right now and change everything. You know the leads are no good. The quality's no good. The sales team's not converting. This funnel's underperforming. I could just, just cha- fire people, change funnels, run new ads, break everything. But maybe it was just the summer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you know my planning for Q4. I mean, there's some things that we're fixing. Don't get me wrong. But my planning for Q4 is hold steady. What worked in June auto work in September. Yeah. People are back. They're paying more attention. They're interested. Let's see how things play out. Kind of like, you know, September ish. Right. And if we see any major, you know, flaws, then absolutely we'll address them. But I'm, I'm kind of holding steady right now. That's my, my plan.
1: Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I would say we're doing the same, although my actions don't necessarily demonstrate that at the same time. Like, but, that's because we've been in the midst of making a couple changes that are now complete fundamentally, um, that, uh, we'd made a bunch of, let would say a bunch of changes to our business over the course of the last quarter. Um, not in response necessarily to the summer, more so in response to the beginning of the year and also where we want to go, uh, and where I want things to go moving forward. So like it was more coincidence that they were being done and completed at the time of the summer lull, uh, for what we're, what we're talking about. Um, they were going to be made anyway, uh, in some way, shape or form. So they weren't being made as a response to the dip. Um, and so to that point, like, am I planning anything different or a, for the rest of the year, I'm kind of like, Hey, hold the lines. Like, and some of the stuff that we quote unquote changed was actually going back to stuff that we knew worked that we were doing last year that for dumb reasons we stopped doing. So it's like, Hey, let's look at, like you said, Hey, what was working in June is still probably going to work in September and October and so on. It's just maybe doubling down on it, doing more of it, or even just doing it the exact same. And it's just everything else is going to course correct. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're doing anything kind of fancy to finish the year outside of what we've normally been doing. But uh, I think with a little bit of a new refresh
0: from the changes we've just made. Well, here's an interesting lesson I, I, I've learned in this this recent dip. And maybe we maybe we wrap this episode on this note. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when I talked to my sales team, there was a lot of apprehension in, in August, you know, what's going on? Why aren't we closing? And they were taking on a lot of that responsibility, which, you know, as an owner, like that's what you want to hear to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. they were owning it. Right. And, but they're also like, but I don't know, like, I don't know why they're not closing. I don't know what's going on, you know, and, and they were, they were avoiding the temptation to blame the leads. Right. And putting the onus on themselves. And I just found it really helpful for the team for me to come in and say, Hey guys, it's also August. And I get that you want to take responsibility and you should. And that's great. But here's what's going on macro. Okay. We're post COVID it's August. People are traveling. I was probably traveling when I communicated this message, right? Like these are things that we can't control. So to me, a, a big learning lesson here has been not only for me, but also to communicate this to the team, there are things that we can control and there are things that we can't control. And knowing the difference is important. We cannot control who's on vacation in August. That's a macroeconomic force that is beyond our control. We probably could have done a better job of expecting that to happen. But now that it happened, we can't control that. What we can control if you're you know, a sales rep is you can control who's on your calendar and making the most of those interactions you can control that what we can control as business owners is observing the shifts in the market, choosing to stay the course, choosing to make changes, but we can't control the shifts in the market. Correct. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, something we've touched on in previous episodes that kind of tied to this as, as we kind of close this one out is like, you know, the show is called Becoming CEO. Like we're both, as, as we've shared before, we're figuring what that means out what that means in real time as we're sharing this with, with all the listeners. And one of the things we've alluded to is as we've matured, not only in our business experience, but also as our businesses have grown to above the seven-figure range, the speed at which you change direction needs to change right like when you're when you're smaller when you're more nimble like you you can change the entire direction based on something that you see happening but part of i think this journey for us has been okay i see this thing happening for us to pivot now it takes a little bit longer and i don't know if it's worth it it, or if we just see this one through and it's kind of having that patience that like you kind of like you you have to let things play out if you made if you just made a change to your funnel like you're probably not going to really realize the changes t- like of that effort for like 60 to 90 days like true F- true byproduct of those of those changes to like no and so you have to be willing to you know uh move a little bit slower And again, I think that's where some of like the, oh my God, if I panicked right now and I made a bunch of changes, then we start feeling them in December or November and you feel like everything that you're then blaming November, but really you're just playing. You actually need to look back to the panic mode in September (laughs) and those changes you made. So it's hard, right? Like we're balancing that patience and we got to wait it out. Um, Let's see how it goes. Uh, and I, and I think that's sounds like that's where both, both of us
0: are at. So I'll give you a real concrete example of this and then we can wrap yeah. it here. Um, you mentioned advertising campaigns. I think that's a hundred percent true in that context. We've got a, a person on our sales team right now for that for the past 60 to 90 days is not hitting KPI by a mile. We've also had a revolving door in the sales team. Somebody comes in for 60, 90 days and they don't hit KPI, and we let them go, right? And it's it's happened four or five times this year. This time, we're saying, you know what? Maybe there's something going on here that we can control. Maybe it's not them, maybe it's us. And I hope he's not listening, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) maybe it's not them, maybe it's us, right? maybe if we do things differently here, invest differently in this person, train differently in this way, mentor and support in this way, maybe the next 90 days will be different. And I bring that up as an example because in the past, we would have cut our losses and moved on. But in this particular person, we fundamentally believe that there were gaps in the way that we trained and onboarded them that we can close to make his next 90 days better. So we're going to hold because we have belief as opposed to cutting our losses and being right back where we started. And part of that ties
1: back to because there are things that you can control that could impact this change, right? Like, well, we could have trained better. We could have done these things better. Let's do those things and then base the decision off of the output of we know we did our part. So control what you can control, people. I think that's the message. Uh, Avoid drastic decisions and executing on projects based off of things that you just clearly can't control or else you might be regretting it three to six months down the road.
0: <laughs> also, if you you need people in your corner who can help kind of temper your bias to act if you find that your bias to act is too strong. I know for me, Carrie on our team who runs operations, she's like the steady hand, right? She is yep. actively filtering me. I know you've got somebody on your team. We have each Lisa, other. Yep. You need people to run these things by so you're not just... Willy nilly doing things because you think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Surround yourself with people that let you get the accurate temp check before you uh you make moves. Cool. Let's wrap it there. All right guys. See you next time. Hope you enjoyed. See you next time.